But I had to heal that need that somebody had to come and save me. I had to heal that need. I had to release that need, you know? So in order to release that need, I had to be forced to do it by myself. So I don't need that anymore, you know? And now I can look back and understand, oh, I know why this happened, you know? Oh, I know why I had this because I had to heal that inner demon. And I didn't say conquer, you see, I didn't say conquer that inner demon, heal that inner demon. Because in my book, I say, you know, an apology to my demons, you know, I'm not saying you guys are horrible. I said, I apologize for not healing you earlier. I'm apologizing for not loving you earlier. I apologize for not understanding that you were just pain. That's all you were pain. You're not my enemy, you were just pain. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners, fans, subscribers, and friends. We talk about a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, societal, and cultural perspective. We believe that in tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. So subscribe to our channel, rate, review, and let us empower you. Welcome to Empower You Podcast. My name is Killboy Cooper. I'm so excited that you are here today. Um, we have a really awesome episode. Um, today we've been, uh, or this series, we've been kind of discussing empowered investments, and we've been breaking down a lot of the um, obstacles that we may run into as we are uh, doing what's best for us, as we are elevating our lives and 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 uh, pursuing our highest self, right? Whether it's a job, a career, a relationship, just your identity being elevated um, gives you an opportunity uh, to reach a higher potential uh, and serve more good to your family, to uh, your community, and uh, ultimately uh, to yourself as well. So for today's topic, we're going to be talking about overcoming fear and our guest uh, is an author, a speaker, a certified life coach, and a trauma recovery expert. Her name is Maya Catherine, and I'm so glad that she's here with us. Maya, how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so, 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 so much for being here. Thank you so much for reaching out and, and, uh, um, being willing to share your story and and the awesome things that you've been doing um you're a terrific book um i would love to ask you a few more questions obviously but first tell us about you tell us who you are what you've been doing what brings you the greatest joy well thank you so much again for having me um who am i i am maya catherine uh, I am an author, like you said. Um, my book is called An Apology to My Demons. And I know it sometimes, you know, takes people a moment to digest it, but we'll get into it later. I'm a mom and I'm a furry mom as well. I have a little dog. Uh, he's about a year and a half and I have two teenagers. So I have my hands full. Um, but what brings me here is that 
you know, I am very grateful that to have the opportunity to talk about the book and talk about my work um, with emotional healing. Um, it is a topic that's very important for me because I feel that, you know, when our emotional core is strong, then we are set to handle the ups and downs of life. And we're also set to be able to receive blessings and receive success. Um, without a strong emotional core, sometimes we don't feel that we deserve those things. So I am here to make sure that everybody is properly set to live the best life that they can. That's awesome. Your book is called An Apology to My Demons. How would you define someone's demon? Like, how do you, how does someone know that they have demons? I think we we live in an age where people can uh, token or, or or take words and, and make them uh, trendy or cultural. Or, and I see a lot of people talking about demon this, demon time, all these other kind of things. You know, what do you mean when you're saying an apology to your demons? Thank you so much. And yesterday I was in a conversation about that actually. And so first thing for me, inner demons, or as I define it in the book, are the fears and toxic coping mechanisms, basically everything that we feel is not good inside us. You know, so our fears, our bad habits, how our bad thoughts, our defeating beliefs, limiting beliefs, all those things that hold us back from feeling love and loved by life and feeling that we are lovable as well. So all those things that are in the way of that for me can be considered inner demons. And somebody did um, yesterday mention, they're like, why do you use that word? You know, it's, it's, it's a defeating word, um, it's negative. And I said, you have to meet people where they are. And I am not at the place right now where I even see my bad sides, so quote unquote bad side as inner demons, but a lot of people are. And for me, if you wanna help people you know, heal those things. You have to call them the way they call them. And inner demons is a topic that is a concept that people can relate to. You know, the things keeping you up at night, the things making you feel bad about yourself. So I chose that just to, you know, for people to be able to relate to what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I think meeting people where they are is the first step to healing, right? Yes. Is, is not... Uh, it's not reaching down or looking down at them, but rather kind of leveling the playing field so that everybody feels like they have room enough to speak and to be heard. So I, I totally get where you're coming <laughs> from with the with the title there. Yes. Um, I want to ask you about the word fear. Mm-hmm. Um, fear is often used to belittle or minimize people so that they will do something or they won't do something. Um, and I kind of wanted to hear from you how you describe fear right because um your demons represent something that you dislike or something that you are fearful within yourself right they trigger a fear response so in your own words what is fear so um there is um a class that i took and that kind of broke down that the word the acronym f E-A-R, and it says false evidence appearing real, something like that, right? So they basically define it as, you know, beliefs that we are that are not true, but that scare us. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that acronym. For me, fears are 
things that make us feel uncomfortable about taking an action or or facing something you know and it could be you know fear of going back into childhood and healing childhood trauma thinking that it's going to hurt too much it could be fear of quitting the 9 to 5 and going into you know following your passion because you don't think you're going to make money out of it you know it can be fear of you know in a relationship fear of going um for somebody that's successful because you don't think that you're good enough for them so it's basically you know those things that hold us back from going towards the stuff that we we want and we think we deserve and that bring us joy you know all of those things for me are examples of fear yeah yeah false evidence that convinces you to not do something or to doubt yourself or um i think that's great um you know i think well well here's here's a question I okay have okay before i go into what what my original thought was um <laughs> do you think fear only comes from trauma Is that where we get fear from? Is it always created from a um a traumatic experience? Um, Whether it's poverty or abuse or uh or or abuse in some way, I mean, where do you feel like fear originates, especially in terms of um childhood because you speak about healing childhood traumas and things like that. Mm-hmm. does fear only come from trauma where where are we getting this fear from um i actually that's a very good question because the one of the main points in my book is that fear is not here to destroy us fear is here to mm. protect us and mm, the okay. subtitle of my book says the skeletons in her closet were not her enemies they were her army and it's basically um a statement that the the fear and the the bad that we think we have are actually here to protect us so no i don't think it's only from trauma and i think it's actually not a bad thing in itself um fear mm-hmm. protects us from jumping off a bridge you know fear protects us from you know a, a menacing animal you know without fear it, it protects us from from going into danger So, you know, in my book I talk about nothing about you is bad, you know, and recognizing those things, those instincts that we are born with to protect ourselves. The only thing is that when we go to trauma, a lot of times those instincts protect us from a toxic place, you know, from a place of pain. But the fear itself is not a bad thing, you know? And So therefore no it doesn't it, it we are born with certain I mean we we call it fear we could call it precautionary measures you know we could call it self protection instincts right that we are born yeah. in that we need in order to be safe okay and so but but sometimes that protective instinct gets distorted when we have pain and then it does the job of protecting us but it protects us from a place of pain which ends up you know leading us in toxicity and toxic behaviors and stuff like that but you know there there is nothing per se that's bad you know about fear in my opinion is just whether or not 
you know, is there a self-preservation or where they're not pain transforming into, you know, self-preservation, but in a toxic way. Yeah. Yeah. So fear is a natural thing to protect us. Um, yes. To protect us. Mm -hmm. But where the fear comes from um, and how it is, is where you said it comes from a place of hurt or a place it, of no, I said it, abuse. It, or, it, no, it originally when as babies, it comes from protection. Right. Certain things we're afraid right. of a big noise. We're afraid of, you know, and even as adults, we're afraid of heights, you know, because, we, you know, we know that dropping from heights can hurt us. So we we are mm -hmm. built just like the plants, you know. Some plants have thorns on them. Like everybody's is is everything is built with something to protect them, right? Because we're we're yeah. built to survive. So we have certain yeah. fears that are in, that we're born with, and the the ones that sometimes you know are are very toxic to us. For me, it's still coming from that same place of self protection right the same self-protection okay. that makes you not jump off a bridge it's the same one that makes you not trust anybody after you were betrayed for example right it's yeah. the same self-protection energy but sometimes instead of being just self-protection it becomes like prison walls you know it becomes like yeah. like like toxic habits it becomes bad because you went through a pain and now you protect yourself in a toxic way. You know, you don't talk to people, you don't mm. trust people. You understand? But it's all coming it. from that self-protection that we had and that we need. We need to have a little fear. Otherwise, you know, we'll we'll go to stupid stuff, you know? And yeah. we'll just jump in front of traffic or something, you know? So so yeah. we, we have to honor the fact that we are built with that. It's just that we yeah. have to make sure that it's always a healthy self-protection. And it right. comes from a healthy right. place instead of coming from pain. And then it makes us build walls and then it makes us go to the bottle, you know, to forget. And, it, you know, it makes us so it makes us protect ourselves, but not in a good way, you know, but yeah, the protection instant itself is not bad, you know. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. Um, That kind of leads me to another question that I have, you know, it's like, how do you know when your fear um of something or a situation maybe some changes is just there to protect you Ooh. and how do you know if it's actually being triggered by an emotional response you maybe haven't quite realized you need to deal with yet or an emotional response that um is complex right that that is not um, that's just not, not a natural you know. natural protection instinct stuff yeah yeah wow this is like i think i have done over maybe 20 podcasts this is like one of the best questions <laughs> thank you so this is like at the core of what i'm i'm born to do you know so yes Absolutely. and so in in the book i always talk about self-reflection right and i think there's i think there's a quote that i that i saw that without self-reflection we just you know, robots going around, letting life happen to us and not, you know, making life happen and stuff like that. So self-reflection is what allows you to understand your, your triggers and your drivers. Right. And mm. when I, in my experience, so when I, when I feel a fear of something, because I've done the healing work now, I'm in a position that I can sit down with myself honor the fear because a lot of time people try to try to, you know, muffle the fear, right? With drugs, alcohol, food, sex, whatever. You try you try to muffle it. I said, no, let it honor it. 
and say, you know, what are you, why am I feeling this way? Right. And then you start saying, am I feeling this way? Because it reminds me of something that hurt me in the past. There's a big clue right there. You know, am I feeling this way? Because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. And I like to know, you know, where I'm going. So, yeah. so it's self-reflection questions that, you know, you, you get with training, you know, with a coach or after doing your emotional, you know, emotional healing, or that, you know, you get from going to stuff yourself because experience is the yeah. best teacher, right? So a lot of times it's, you know, after a while you start understanding, oh, well, but until you have that self-reflection and you ask yourself those questions, those important questions, why am I feeling this way? Why does this remind me of? You know, where in my body am I feeling the resistance, you know, because our body, you know, has resistance in different parts, like the chakras, for example, mean, you know, related to different triggers, different pain. So, you know, am I feeling in my gut? Am I feeling in my back, which is the root chakra, which is the need for safety? You know, am I feeling in my heart? Am I feeling in my head? So there are a lot of things that questions that you can ask. And I, and I help people with those things, like to try to figure out where this fear is coming from, but self-reflection is the way to go. And, and also, you know, looking at yourself and, and your own story, because our best teacher is ourselves, right? So it's looking at those things. And after a while you start, you know, mapping a little framework that, oh, okay. When, when that fear comes, I'll ask them, I'll ask it question. And then I'll figure out, is this coming from a trigger? Or if it's just, yeah, don't jump in the fire. You're going to get burned. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I totally get that. So, um, what are some good questions we can ask ourselves? when we start to feel these responses, you know, because you talked about a framework for dealing with fear. Mm -hmm. So what would be a couple of just prompts or questions you can ask yourself um, that would help you at least start to evaluate what you're feeling? Because I know for myself, you know, many times you, you may be going through some changes or something like that. There may not be an abundance of people around you. Yes. There may not be someone you can reach out to and call. There may not be people who are available. It doesn't mean that there, there aren't people in your life that love you. Yes. It's just that because of whatever season of life that you and they are in, sometimes you don't have as much liberty mm -hmm. to, to really dive into how you're feeling. And then even sometimes you don't know yeah. how to properly, properly utilize the friends or the people who are positive in your life. So what's a good framework, maybe some questions that we can ask ourselves when we're encountering fear like that? Oh, not a good question. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to like, I'm going to have all my podcasts with you. <laughs> but um, That's awesome. And yes, you know, I mean, I guess first thing I'm going to say, MayaCatherine.com, you know, I'm here. Right. I offer, I'm a life coach and I'm here to help people create that framework for themselves because everybody's, all your answers are within you. I don't have answers for everybody, but I'm here to help people find the answers within them. So themselves. Mm -hmm. So I would say that, but as far as what you said, it's a great point because yeah, like it, during my own healing, I, you know, there's a, you know, I didn't have anyone to, to reach out to. And what I did, you know, I went to, 
you know, I guess the public figures that I know, like the Maya Angelou, you know, the Louise Hay, the Wayne Dyer, you know, at one point I was on YouTube every single day listening to these people talk because I knew from, you know, from what I heard that they had gone through some pain and they had overcome that. So a lot of times I get the questions from there, but as far as, you know, for the audience today, like, you know, basic things you can ask yourself is number one, what do I think is going to happen that's bad if I take this action? You know, what exactly am I expecting bad to happen? And then you start writing it down and writing something down. People don't understand for me, it's like a, a healing and spiritual thing to write, to put things on, on paper, to give the energy a, a, a name, a voice that there's a big benefit in writing things down. So you could, you know, okay. all your phone on your phone or a piece of paper, you write down what, what is a horrible thing that I think is going to happen to me if I take that, you know, and then you ask yourself, um, how do I know those things are going to happen? You know, have I experienced that before or have I heard people experience that? Or is it just, you know, me thinking the worst case scenario, you know? And then the third yeah. question I'll say is, if those things actually do happen, you know, what is the, what is the worst thing that's going to happen to me, you know, or I can, is it something I can overcome? So you might say, for example, um, going into this new job, you know, scares me a lot. Right. And you can say, okay, so why, what, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, the worst thing is that I can't perform well. The worst thing is that I'm fired. The worst thing is that I'm humiliated. You know, the worst thing is that I left a good job and I don't have any money, right? And then you mm. go a step further. You say, okay, well, how do I know those things may happen if I don't do a good job? And then you could write down, yeah. well, I didn't do a good job before and I got fired. You know, I got humiliated and this like that. And then the third question is, okay, if those things happen to me, what is that? What's the damage, you know, that I'm going to get? And then you could say, well, yeah. humiliation, I'm going to feel bad. But then you said, humiliation doesn't kill you, you know? And then, yeah. then you say, well, I might get fired. Well, you know, there's other jobs out there that I can get. Or, you know, so, you know, or you could say, then they may give me a, you know, they may give me a, uh, maybe a warning and then I can have an opportunity to, you know, to get better at it. So yeah. by writing those, th and those three questions, then all of a sudden, you know, the consequences are not so crazy. And then you have a better perspective on whether or not that fear is justified. Absolutely. That's so, so, so good. So num question number one is, what do I think is going to happen? Yeah, what's the damage? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question number two is, how do I know that will happen? Mm -hmm. Right. And then question number three is, if it does happen, what is the worst possible outcome? Exactly. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> For all of y'all who are listening and who, like me, sometimes can struggle privately uh, with either making big decisions and or um, just making different changes, you know, because of your own upbringing or maybe your background. I think this is a really, really useful um, paradigm to work with when it comes to like overcoming fear, making big decisions, um, and even combating the, the, the influences that you have maybe in your community or culturally about investments, emotional, mental, financial investments that you want to take. Um, again, that's what do I think is going to happen? 
Uh, how do I know that's going to happen? And if it does, what's the worst possible outcome? That's really, really, really good. Thank you so, so, so much for sharing. That. Thank you for asking. Um, you you, you kind of opened the door there. So <laughs> it was it was co-creating. We co-created this, this healing right. for the audience and for ourselves. So thank you for asking that question. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got another one for okay, you too. Okay, shoot. So, so... You know, on a daily basis, you know, fear affects us, right? Yes. Um, but it's not until we encounter big things. It's not until we make big choices or we're 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 faced with life changing uh, decisions, investments, opportunities that we really start to see the the full picture of how our fear is affecting our lives yes right mm -hmm. because normally on an everyday basis you kind of get used to your own responses to things and so you really don't question them at least this is my experience mm -hmm. maybe yours is a little bit different if you're listening to this podcast and you're like absolutely not kibboy you're way off well then definitely send in a, a comment or a note <laughs> i'd love to hear your opinion on it um but for me i think that more times than not we tend to feel comfortable with what our fear tells us, right? Because a lot of it is protection. A lot of it is past experiences. So we really don't question it very much. But when something big happens, we are then trying to backtrack how and where our fear started to become so big, right? Because now we can't, we're like stuck. So my question to you is what are some signs in your daily life that you may be living out of fear? You don't notice it because nothing big has happened just yet, but it's just steadily growing and growing and growing. So now when an opportunity comes for you to change your life or something great for your family or whatever it is, now you're bound up by all this fear you've just kind of allowed to accumulate. What are some signs that we are kind of developing this snowball of fear that's ever growing okay so then three for three right i don't know five for five ten for ten <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna say right now that all your questions are gonna be extraordinary so i'm just gonna say it <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 just gonna like accept it okay so absolutely awesome question and i guess you know when you were talking two things came to mind first was um you 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 can kind of tell maybe that you're operating with a certain amount of fear when you don't feel joy and excitement for the stuff that you do in life every day so and when i say that that goes into exactly what you just said which was you know we get so used to the fear that we you know that we just go with the flow and we kind of do the same thing we don't even realize it's like a routine when you start feeling the routine and you know so you kind of say well maybe i'm just being safe you know i'm not taking any risk i'm not doing anything new because you know doing new things taking risks all come with a little certain amount of fear and excitement so if you don't really have that you kind of say, well, I, I may be settling here. I may be just, you know, be playing small and, and being you know, safe here, you know? That's a big indication. And then I guess um, the second thing I would say is, you know, see how you feel about life, you know? And see if, look at your schedule and 
you know, look at your, your month and, you know, are you doing the same things? You know, have you tried anything new? Um, you know, have you, Oh, have you, are you doing anything you dreamed about? You know, are you doing anything? Is anybody, is anybody questioning something that you're doing? That's another sign because a lot of times we want to conform, right? And that's, mm, you know, out of fear to be accepted, good. we want to conform. So if everybody yeah. likes you all the time, everybody loves you, everybody thinks you're good, nobody says anything to you, it's like, are you really living authentically or are you just conforming so that you're liked? So conformity is another sign of fear because you just want to be safe and accepted so you don't take any chances. So I said, are you, you know, so I'll say, are you excited in, you know, about your life, your week? Do you do, in, do, you, do, you do anything that brings you a little excitement or everything is routine number one and number three number two are you just conforming you know are you just like going with the flow to be accepted then that those things can tell you well you know what you're probably gonna you know operating out of fear on the download <laughs> just to be safe because you know a lot of times you know fear makes you you know just not change you know be the same not show up not show up to the world the way you're supposed to show up to the world not let the real you come out because you know you're just playing it safe right so i guess those two those two are, are two ways that you could see that you're operating probably out of a little bit of fear that is huge <laughs> um you know i i when you were when you were speaking i'm like reflecting <laughs> and um I feel very, uh, very attacked. <laughs> you ask the questions. I mean, <laughs> you ask the questions. So <laughs> you make me bad your line. <laughs> Listen, I didn't expect you to say that. You said so. One of the main indicators is if you feel any joy doing what you do on a normal basis, right? Because fear robs you of joy. Yes. And so because new things and things that bring you excitement and or joy can possibly create fear you avoid doing things yes oh oh my god okay. i got goosebumps okay. <laughs> so, so, so i'm, I'm like me. trying to unpack this you know because i'm just like processing yes. it. and then the other thing that you said was are you conforming because the fear of not being accepted or doing something different doing something new can create a fear response and so you just do everything everyone else does whether it's in your church your community your high school your college your, your uh, work environment yep. your job your marriage your whatever you don't exercise your own identity because of the fear of not being accepted which again takes away from your joy takes away from the joy <laughs> oh, that's huge. I don't even, I, I was not ready for that one. That was that's why you get with Maya Catherine. <laughs> I yeah, go there, I right. go there with love. I do it with love, <laughs> but I go there because I had to do it for myself. You know, everything that I'm saying, I had to do it for myself, you know? So I had to do tough love. I call it tough love. There's a love part. There's a tough part in there too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so in order to, you know, um, make peace, right with your fear response and your traumas um and, and whether that's 
and hopefully you guys will allow me this term see um i call i use two categories for trauma right i say big t trauma and little t trauma <laughs> right big t trauma would be the kind of things that you might read about in the newspaper or see on a biography or something just like that oh it's so terrible yada 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 absolutely Thank you for listening to Empower You Podcast. I just wanted to take a second and tell you about a brand new podcast on the Creative Podcast Network. The Guru Guide to Podcasting podcast is for coaches, consultants, service-based businesses that are looking to beat the social media algorithms, uh, create more revenue in their business and an audience of their ideal clients so that they can have more valuable conversations, impact more businesses, more clients, and ultimately create more income and more free freedom in their business. So if that's you and you're looking to build an audience of your ideal clients, you're looking to take back your time in your business, in your life, and uh, generate more income while doing it, you can start your very own profitable business podcast and we'll show you exactly how to do it. So click the link and visit the Guru Guide to Podcasting podcast and we'll talk to you when you get there. Okay, back to the episode totally understand big t trauma is super serious Mm -hmm. um and then i also say little t trauma like little t trauma like kids who aren't allowed to speak up for themselves Mm -hmm. kids who don't have uh food security Mm -hmm. uh kids who grow up in 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 poverty you know ladies who aren't allowed autonomy of their body and their words and the things like like i think those are little t traumas Mm -hmm. because while they may not make the front page they absolutely eat away at who you are and then affect who you become later on yes so when you're overcoming trauma big t or little t traumas and you're you know uh um I, I would assume these are demons, right? Inner demons, that, yep. Yeah, yeah. So they create so inner demons. Yep. You, mm-hmm. So how do you go about overcoming um, demons? You know, how do you even know that you have these demons? Because I know there are some folks who are like, "Well, I never. I had a great childhood, mm-hmm. and I didn't blah blah blah, and everything was this and that." But yet somehow things aren't quite, they don't have any joy. Yes. Right? So they don't know where that is playing out in their life. Yes. And so um, how do we figure out where those demons are for those of us who are unsure? And then for those of us who do see areas within ourselves that are wounded. Yes. How do you start approaching that in a way that doesn't like open the floodgates and now you don't want to leave your house? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Been there, done that, my dear. (laughs) And um, I can relate. So I I love what you said about the big T and the little T. I totally get that. Um, You know, I guess for me, everything is big T in a way because, you know, not, not, for example, not, you know, as a kid being told that, you know, not to express yourself carries into adulthood conforming, carries into no joy, carries into disease, carries into miserable life, you know? So it's like, I guess big T's become, little T's become big T's when you're an adult, right? I guess. Um, But yeah, yeah, how do you know? So it goes back to what I said before about self-reflection and about, it's two things, right? I, I tell them kids sometimes, I'm like, what is your core life view? I feel like everything in everybody's life depends on your core life view and life belief, right? Do you believe life is for you or against you? And do you believe that you are good? 
and you deserve beautiful things to happen to you. If you cannot answer those questions, so you don't have like a standard, for example, right? Without the standard, how are you going to know you above the standard or below the standard? You're not going to know. And I always tell people, I'm like, there has to be something from childhood where where the kids are taught, you are good. You are and life likes life loves you and you are lovable like if those things are taught to the child as being the truth the standard then anything that's not in line with that you know will be questioned and that's how you get to see oh there's a little inner demon in my relation in my relationship area maybe i Every time, you know, I don't get a text from somebody in five minutes, I think they're cheating on me. You know, there's something here oh. because I don't feel joy in in my relationship. You know, I don't, I feel the absence of joy or something because I know joy is what I deserve to feel every day. But if you don't know that joy is what you deserve to live, you would think being miserable is okay. You know, that's normal. So a lot of times un, un, until you have witnessed joy and the lack of joy, and you understand that joy is your birthright and that's where you're supposed to be, then you're not even going to know when you deviate from that. So number one is what do you believe in life? Do you really believe that life has your back? And do you believe that you are lovable and you are good and you are deserving of a beautiful life? So that's that has to be there before we can say, are we doing good or doing bad? And the second thing I guess is, yeah, how do you know is do you have joy in those different areas of your life? And, you know, and, and do you believe that life is, is, is working for you in that area, you know? Um, and if you don't, then you start saying, okay, do I have any limiting beliefs there? You know, for example, money, I, I, I'm, you know, you could say I struggle for money. I should not me, but you know, somebody <laughs> I say, I struggle, oh, you, you know, but uh, we could say as, because I believe in the power of words. So that's why I had to say that, but you know, somebody Absolutely. can say I, they struggle for money and then they could say, well, you know, and then you hear them say money doesn't go on trees. You, you hear them saying filthy rich. You hear, so, you know, you obviously have a bad relationship with money. You know, you have some inner demons in your money belief sector. So if you have inner yeah. demons there, how do you expect to have money? <laughs> because, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. by, by, by self-reflection and by saying, do, do I feel joy in that area? Or you, or you complain about your job every day. And then you say you don't have money. You have to start by not complaining about your job. You have to start by either accepting it or getting another one. But the more you complain and your job is bringing you money, you come, you know, so you're sending negative energy towards money. So, so I would say, look at, you know, how you feel about things. Look at if you have joy and then look at what your core beliefs in life are. And once you have that down, then anything that deviates from joy tells you there's an area here that needs healing. And that's how you start the healing. And that's how you start making peace with your inner demons. And that's how you start making peace with life. You know, is by first answering the question, do you believe life is for you? And do you believe that you are good and you deserve a great life? And everything else stems from there, I I believe. Wow. Do you believe that you are good and that you deserve good things? And that life is for you. And, And that life is for you. Everybody who is listening to this, I would love for you to send me a comment or write a review and answer those questions. Um, And tell us why. 
if you want to, you know, uh, um, send uh, Maya a link, uh, a, a comment or a note, feel free to do that. Um, or you can put it on Empower You Podcast, any, any of the pages. You'll see a lot of these clips popping up. Um, I would love to hear the responses from that because I think there's a lot of us. I believe there are a lot of us who desire to create positive good in the world, uh, but also struggle with a core belief that they, in fact, are not good. And so their actions have to outweigh their badness in order for their good in the world and towards others to shine through. And I think what you're saying combats that in a very direct way, because you can't manifest something you don't intrinsically feel. And if you don't intrinsically feel like you are worthy, it's going to be difficult for you to create environments, relationships, success, uh, uh, growth that affirms that worthiness. (laughs) Am I getting that right? Okay, I think we should team up. Uh, I think we should because like you know like that's awesome that's exactly like you you just keep paraphrasing everything so perfectly I'm like oh my gosh like I sound better than when I said it but it's just like like you start I finish I start you finish like we are I think we make you know what we should have another podcast (laughs) listen I'm telling you I'm trying to 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 compress what you're saying because there's so much of it that is just like hitting me so Mm. heavy and for people who are listening um i don't want any of it to go over anybody's head because the entire purpose of this podcast is to make self-development to make becoming empowered empowering yourself with mentorship with access to folks like um our incredible guest maya catherine you know these types of conversations create that awareness and I don't want us to miss it um, because we're dazzled because when sometimes when you start to speak you'll say something and I'll be just like whoa (laughs) and I had to like recompose myself and then come back try to comprehend (laughs) everything that's happening so if you're listening to this um, you know feel free to stop, back up, rewind, listen to things a few times, take notes. It's very important that we do that kind of stuff because that's how we internalize information, right? That's how we um, start to grow is that we start to take notes and break things down. So I apologize if I'm being somewhat redundant. I'm just trying to make sure this is hitting home. Um, because it's so, so good. You are absolutely <laughs> incredible. Thank you so I'm much. So, so glad are that you. You're Thank here. you so much. I'm I'm so absolutely. I'm so happy to be here today. Absolutely. <laughs> so my question for you is, you know, you've used and you've created so much. Um you've done a lot, right? You've written this book, you've overcome so many things, you've created a life for yourself out of your new core beliefs. What has been the toughest demon and in what area of your life did you have to overcome? And how did that work? Did it start by writing things down? Did you do affirmations before you went to sleep? Were you praying a lot? Were you meditating? Like, what did that look like on a daily basis for you? Overcoming the toughest demon in some particular area of your life. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I've already established the question thing. So let me, let me skip over that and just go straight to the question. So uh, the answers. <laughs> so I guess for me, 
uh, my one of the biggest inner demon that I had to deal with was um, it's, it's a chapter of my book called No One's Coming to Save You. Mm. And meaning taking responsibility to fix something I didn't break. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. But it's just oh, like, wow. that was like, um, that was the biggest one because, you know, especially, I, you know, going through sexual trauma as a kid, nobody coming to save you. It was, you know, take re- taking responsibility to fix something I didn't break. And um, so as, you know, especially having gone through childhood trauma, sexual trauma and abandonment issues, you know, yes, good parents, great family, but Sometimes you're just different and when you're different and not conforming, you know, you kind of feel alone a lot because nobody really understands you and you have abandonment issues. So I had to, you know, no one's coming to save you. I think that probably was a lot from the sexual trauma is like, you know, waiting for somebody to open the door and just like stop everything. You know, it's just you wait. So you kind of develop that, that, that inner demon of like, you know, somebody needs to save me. So you're always waiting for some, you know, somebody to say, I'm going to take your hand and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to help you. So I've, and I've never had like a mentor. I never had a coach. I wrote the book by myself, no writing coach, no mentor. Nobody even knew I was writing except for my kids and maybe one or two close friends. So I had to, I had to learn to to be uh, to not resent that I had to do things by myself for myself that that mm. that nobody was no no Maya Angelou what figure was gonna come and like Oprah you know take me under her wing and say yes. hey let me introduce you to this let me and that let me you know bring your book here yes. and there and let me help you with this like I had to that was the biggest thing and now instead of saying why did I have to do all this by myself? Why did I have to fix something I didn't break? Now my prayer, my gratitude is thank God that I have the skills, strength, joy to be able to do it for myself. You know, I'm so happy that I can give myself that. And that totally shifted that no one's coming to save you to, you can do it for yourself. And I'm so grateful that I can give myself that gift, you know? And it took a while yeah. to switch from that why me to I'm so happy I can do it for me, you know? Yeah. So that was the biggest one. And how it started, well, it started since, you know, since childhood, I've always been a writer, you know, I guess, you know, in secret when I was little. And I've always written, I still have, a, in the book, I talk about a turquoise diary. And I still have it. I still have it with all my pain and it was you know it was poetry at that time a lot of people going through things are very artistic you know they 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 go to books or music or art or something you know and um art was one of the ways that I was able to to deal with it and then you know as I got um older yes I went to seminars I went to workshops I was on YouTube watching all the great personal development people. Um, I went to Tony Robbins. I did the firewalk, you know, so I, I, I did, you know, Lisa Nichols, Jack Kenfield, you know, Abraham Hicks, everybody, Oprah, everybody that I can find that spoke about healing and, and personal empowerment. You know, I read books, like I don't even know how many books I read, but you know, I, I did everything 
it's like you're, you're in the water and you're just trying to not drown so you grab onto anything that you can find that was me you know yeah. just yeah. everything and anything to help me get back but yeah that was the biggest lesson and I'm so grateful that now I'm at the position of saying I know why I didn't have a mentor and I understand why I had to do it by myself because I had to heal that need that somebody had to come and save me I had to heal that need I had to release that need you know so in order to release that need I had to be forced to do it by myself so I don't need that anymore you know and now I can look back and understand oh I know why this happened you know Oh, I know why I had this because I had to heal that inner demon. And I didn't say conquer. Yeah. You see, I didn't say conquer that inner demon. Heal that inner demon. Because in my book, I say, you know, an apology to my demons. You know, I'm not saying you guys are horrible. I said, I apologize for not healing you earlier. I'm apologizing for not loving you earlier. I apologize for not understanding that you were just pain. That's all you were. It was pain. You're not my enemy. You was just pain, you know? Yeah, that's so good. And I think that plays out in every part of life, right? Yeah. Is the things that we resent, you know, then become our story that plays over and over and over. Over and over. It becomes a story in our finances. Yes. It becomes a story in our education. It becomes a story in our relationships. Mm -hmm. It becomes a story in in the type of man or woman or... However you identify, Mm -hmm. it it becomes the story of how you go through the world. You know, I I grew up in Gary, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I noticed very early was that I was very different from some of my peers. I always have desired more Mm -hmm. and the type of more that was beyond what we could see around us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, because, you know, a lot of us kids, you know, I had a good household, right? So I had mom and dad in the home. And so mm-hmm. by all accounts, you know, I, I was doing much better than some people. Yeah, me too. Just simply because I had both of my, mm-hmm. my parental figures. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also understood, you know, how small the world was, was for me at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I understood that because, you know, my family was in a certain economic situation, um, you know, we could not do x y or z but i and i also understood that for the other folks who were who were different from me right so i considered myself fortunate i got both parents but then i also see how and i could feel how much despair was in the young people that i was around Mm. and how much desire was going untapped Mm. and how street life and promiscuity and drugs and violence became the outlet for what we could not express which was the fact that we wanted options we wanted to feel accepted yeah to feel like we had a bright future yeah we wanted to feel like the the things that we were experiencing would eventually turn into something and when you're very young it's difficult to see that far down the runway yeah right yeah um and so for me while i could see i believe farther down the runway than some of my peers it also made me different and then in some cases isolated me. that's me because my language <laughs> that's my story yeah yeah the way that i thought about myself the way i thought about other people the plans that i had for my life 
you know, and I grew up in a faith-based home. And so that was, uh, I'm sure, you know, just a covering, you know, grace that my parents uh, uh, interceded over all of us. Um, but it, was, it just has always been my personality to be very forward thinking. Yes. I'm always trying to figure out how I can make the best out of a situation. And when you talked about resenting the fact that you have to do everything alone, that felt especially true for me because I felt like because I constantly had to defend my own self narrative, um, I just didn't even talk about certain things. Yeah. You know, I still, I'm a very private person in a lot of ways because we just grew up in a big house. Like there was a lot of us kids. Yeah. And so you didn't really have anything your own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and there was four of us in my house. Like, so four kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I get it, you know, but I also understand that when you talk about resenting the fact that there are things that are broken in you that you didn't break yourself mm-hmm. or that, you know, you didn't do this. This is something that you grew up in or something that, uh, was, was done imparted to you. on you mm-hmm. yeah by your community or whatever it is I think that's really especially powerful because I'm sure there are a lot of listeners right now who feel like they are struggling with things or or challenged by things that they didn't actually do to themselves mm-hmm. they didn't you know nobody can change the fact that you grew up in a really economically depressed area or the hood yeah. or or nobody can do anything about the the relationships that your parents had nobody there's so many dynamics mm-hmm. that affect us a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that become these demons that no one can save you from and that you actually didn't break and so that is just really really um that's really profound <laughs> in my opinion that you've been able to 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 go back and undo some of that hurt. Mm. Um, that's that's really really interesting. Now you said writing helped, right? Yes. Uh, for for people who are not really big writers, maybe someone's like, I don't really like to write. You know, mm-hmm. what's something else that people can do that will help them start to confront and heal their own demons? Um, I think. You know, anything that kind of helps you look into yourself, you know? So for me, writing, writing, I I was by myself in a little spot and I wrote. Um, One of the things right now that I do in addition to that is nature, right? And a lot of times I know in the city, there's not a lot of nature, but there are parks, you know? And being by myself with nature or being by myself with my book and detaching, and that's unfortunately, you know, from the time I was little to now, it's, you know, a, a few years, a, f- a lot of years that passed. But we, when we take the time alone, you know, alone to to go into ourselves, reflect, like I was saying, self-reflection, that's when you start finding the answers. And right now, you know, you have your phone, you have your computer, your TV, and whatever at the same time, you know? And we we just don't have time to look in ourselves and fix anything because we don't put the attention back on ourselves so i say start having alone time okay alone doesn't mean lonely 
alone time is good for mental health. Now, if you are somebody who just doesn't want to be with people and you just avoid people, that's different. You know, get the professional help that you need because, you know, just wanting to avoid the world is not a productive thing. But taking time to be alone, take 10 minutes. You know what? You start with 10 minutes only. 10 minutes each day. Um, so you I was just, 10 yeah. 10 minutes a day? I, I was just saying, start, you know, if you want to, if you want to, um, start figuring out what needs healing in you, if anything needs healing, start knowing yourself, take 10 minutes. You could start by doing 10 minutes a day by yourself where you don't have to, you know, put your hands together and say, Uza and Om if you don't want to, but if you want, it's good. You could just put your, fam- your favorite music on, don't say anything. Take a walk in the park, go to the basketball court by yourself, shoot a couple hoops, just take 10 minutes alone to breathe and say, you know, at life, I, I, I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be alive and please send any answer that I need to live my best life. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. You say yeah. that, you put your radio on, you walk, you do your 10 minutes, just you alone, but not social media. I said, just a little music or something that alone will start, you know, bringing the questions because again, the answers are in you, you know, nobody can give you the answers, but it's just a matter of tuning everything out and giving yourself a chance to tell you, <laughs> but if you distract yeah. it all the time, how are you going to know? So yeah, let's start, start by doing 10 minutes alone time every day and increase it as you can. And you'll be surprised as to how things that need to be able to be healed will just come out because they need to be healed and they will come out through the triggers through you know the way you're feeling bad about something to getting sick you know they will come out for healing like i have in my book i'm like they come out they come up for healing all the time it's just we just put them under the rug but things don't want to stay but things want to get healed so yeah give yourself 10 minutes alone time every day and then start that way that's so good. Oh, that's so good. Y'all, listen, <laughs> y'all are getting the goods right now. Um, for all of you all who uh, are avid Empower You podcast fans, listeners, um, I want to thank you. Um, the entire purpose of, of, of why we create this type of dialogue is so that we can have healing, right? And I fully understand if this is new for you. Um, I, I, I cannot endorse enough just taking 10 minutes of silence to yourself. Um, the world has so many different narratives and messages and opinions. It's sometimes it can be difficult to even identify what you actually agree with. And, um, I believe we can do better than that. And so... Um, I'm so grateful <laughs> that you're here, Maya. Um, I have two more questions okay. and then I would love to do a thought exercise okay. and I'll let you go. Is that okay? That's okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm really having a great time. I'm very grateful. So okay. go ahead. Shoot. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So what's the best piece of advice you ever got from a completely unlikely source that you still use? I would say advice from an unlikely source. Well, okay. I would say um, a cartoon. (laughs) A cartoon. I think it was Kung Fu Panda. 
and I yes so so my kids know that by now but there I see I hear messages from the universe to anything and everything and sometimes the kids are like Ma, this is just a show. I'm like, no, no, it's a lesson. It's a lesson. <laughs> so, Kung Fu Pen, like for me, once you, and you know, we're tying, tying healing to empowering, right? I always say to people, I'm like, before you start feeling empowered, you have to be healed first. You know, your foundation has, your emotional foundation has to be strong. And then you could feel the power. So healing yeah. is an essential part of being empowered. It's the first step yeah. on being empowered. So this is like, totally fitting to have this on this kind of podcast today so yeah so um in order you know to feel empowered in order to, to heal you have to be open to receiving messages like you know the, the same thing that you're trying to get with the 10 minutes a day you know be open to receiving messages from anywhere and anything and the universe speaks to us all the time. You ask a question and you go to a grocery store, somebody says something, pay attention. Pay attention to the stuff that you're hearing, sometimes in a cartoon, in a song, in a color somewhere, you know, an animal, you'll find the answers to what you're looking for. Just be aware and be open. Give, give, give the universe different ways to get to you, you know? So yeah, in yes. a cartoon, so come for Panda, there is a part in the Kung Fu Panda 2 and where, you know, he's, he's adopted, he's a panda, he's adopted by like a duck or something. And then, you know, he has like trouble figuring out like who he is, you know, who am I? I'm, I'm not a duck. I, I don't know my parents. I don't know where I came from. I don't know who I am. And then there was a little goat and the goat was like, you are who you choose to be. You are who you choose to be. Oh my God, I got goosebumps. And then, and then in his head, he's remembering he always liked Kung Fu and he always liked, you know, to work with his with his dad, adopted dad doing noodles, but he always liked Kung Fu. He liked saving the world. He loves having fun and things. And he's like, I know who I am. You know, I'm Panda, I'm Po. You know, I am, you know, I love Kung Fu. I love my friends. I love my noodles. I, you know, it, it doesn't... It has nothing to do with where I came from or my family is, whatever. It's yeah. what brings me alive is what makes me who I am. I choose to be who I want to be. So that, you know, stayed with me. Sometimes um, I mention it in podcasts. I mention it in things. I mention a lot of cartoons in the <laughs> when I talk because, again, I am so open to the, you know, to any, any, how the universe wants to talk to me, I'll listen. And you'll be surprised once you open that, that door, how easier it is for you to, to make a decision because you get so many signs and you're like, okay, I know what decisions to make because you're listening. Right. So yeah, you can yeah. be who you want to be, not based on where you came from, your family name, the, 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 the problems you went to, who do you want to be? And me, Maya Catherine, I want to be a global emotional healing leader of the, you know, for generations. That's who I am. That's who I choose to be. No matter what mistakes I made or what things were done to me, that's who I choose to be. And that's who I am. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> you are who you choose to be. Yes. And I think the choices that we make, um, are just so critical you know and, and that's why i love this this series about empowered investments because investments are just choices yep 
you know, investments are choices. We, we tie them to our money. We tie them to our relationships. We tie them to our houses and our cars, but they're really just decisions. That's it. Choices that we're making. And so um, that is so profound because out of all of our demons and out of all of our fears, we ultimately are who we decide we're going to be. Yes. And just having that authority. Yeah, that, that power and power. Authority. Yes. That power yes. is so crucial. Yes. Because a lot of us feel very obligated to be what our family was. Yes. To be what our dad or mom was. Mm-hmm. To be what you know your community wants you to be mm-hmm. maybe your your following or your, yeah. your subscribers want you to be yeah. you know um and that in of itself will manifest itself as fear and will take away the joy yep. that you have in creating in general and i just think that's so beautiful <laughs> oh my goodness you are heavy in here today thank you this my dear amazing. thank you so much it's this a pleasure amazing So last thing, um, (laughs) thought exercise. Okay. We got to get a thought exercise from you and we have to know how we can follow up with this conversation because if you all are anything like me, you're going to want to follow Maya. You're going to want to make sure you know what her website is or send her a note. Um, and you're going to want to inquire about any of the um, the healing work that she does. She is a certified life coach. And so there's a whole process that she takes her clients through in order to help them heal so that they can start to attract and, and to manifest the, the things that they truly desire, the choices, the I am that they are underneath all of the fear that they have and so she's got an entire process for all this um and so we want definitely tell us how we can get a hold of you um and uh please grace us with a thought exercise (laughs) um so thank you so much this has been I, i tell people like i am a student as I am a teacher, we are all students and teachers. So every time I do something like that, it's good for my soul too. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could they, Maya Catherine, M-A-I-Y-A, Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. You could find me on IG, author Maya Catherine, uh, my website, author Maya Catherine, Facebook, author Maya Catherine, um, Twitter, author Maya underscore K. But if you type M-A-I-Y-A and Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, you'll find me on Clubhouse. Um, I, I recently dropped Clubhouse and I'm doing many rooms there where I discuss things like this. Um, my Instagram as well. And also on my website, there is a, a, a button called Connect. And on that, if you click on that, you could have a 30 minute free assessment assessment with me as far as, you know, what areas you may want to work on or that may not be working well for you. And like I said, my whole purpose in life is to help you release, you know, the blocks that you have in different areas based on the trauma, based on just, like you said, maybe the little trauma, you know, the little, the little teeth. Um, And then so that you can attract abundance because, as much as you want to attract in life, if you don't have that, you know, strong belief that life is for you and that you are lovable, 
you know, by releasing the fears and the doubts and stuff, if you don't have that success will build, but it will not stay, it will not sustain and you will not have joy. So what's the point of money and success and thing without joy? And if you want to find me again, Maya Catherine on all platforms and including Clubhouse, I will be very happy to provide the turning mini assessment with anyone and start, you know, the healing journey so that you could experience joy along with success in every area of your life. That's awesome. Thank you so much. So um, so our thought exercises are something that our guest leaves with us, basically like homework, right? Something that we can log right off of here and start doing. I'm a big believer in action items. I believe that if you're going to help people, if you're going to work with other people, um, you have to give action items because we yes. can hear things all day. But now we need to, to implement something. And for us here on empower you podcast we do thought exercises mm. and so they help us kind of uh um actualize what the information that we heard on the podcast and they give us real world uh ability to execute on things so um a thought exercise is something that you do um for yourself mm -hmm. maybe something that you work with your clients with maybe just a really uh kind of a life hack that you like <laughs> to use a lot when you're having a bad day uh, but it's just whatever you'd like to to leave with us okay so i actually have the perfect thing and that's something i do every day and i came up with and i love it and i call it drill down gratitude drill down gratitude okay. okay and again that goes with what i am about which is feeling the best joy that you can because you we know the law of attraction you attract what you feel not what you want not what you desire you attract what you feel you deserve and you attract the energies that you are projecting so if you're projecting joy you attract joy so my whole thing is that I want people to be in joy as much as possible. So gratitude is something that expresses happiness and, 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 and thankfulness for things that happen to us. So when we stay in gratitude, we basically tell the universe, you know, please give us more of that. You know, we want more things to yeah. be thankful for. So drill down gratitude goes like this. You pick something you're grateful for. And then you go all the way down to everything that had to happen for this thing to, for you to enjoy this thing or be in that situation. And by the time you get to, and I, I never can finish. I always have to give myself like five minutes or something. But by the time you get to the end of it, you recognize that so many things had to happen just for you to get that little moment. Then you know that life loves you because life had to mm. orchestrate all of those things independent of you. So drill down gratitude is like one of the things that bring you the most alignment with joy and just like tells the universe, shower, 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 this girl, this guy with joy because they're so grateful. So I can pick an example, um, being here today, right? So I am grateful for being here today and being able to speak about my healing work and my book, An Apology to My Demons. I'm grateful for Kibwe for having me on a podcast. I'm grateful for Kibwe having the podcast. I'm grateful for you having this mic in front of you and the chair that you're sitting in. I'm grateful for the wood that was used to put the chair together. I'm grateful for the tree 
that was that gave it you know its body i guess to do the cheer i'm grateful for the sun that made the tree grow i'm grateful for our universe i'm grateful for the people who put the the chair together for the people who had to transport the chair for you to have the funds to buy the chair for you to be able to pay the electricity for the people who have the electricity you and and on and on and on and on and on and when you go down and you have to like you could take hours you know for one little chair right (laughs) one little chair so many things had to happen for you to sit on this chair with this mic today to give me a chance and that now you you realize it's not by accident it's by design it's by design you are here by design and you say wow out of all the eight billion people in the world you know like the universe or god put all those things together for years and years and years to bring me to July 6, 2022, at this exact time wow. to be sitting here. I must be special. I must be special. And to all the things that you went to, Kibwe, that you survived, that you overcame, that you feared f- to have this show, you know? So I, I, I can't even go into yeah. that because I don't know, but I'm sure you do. So all of the, and the things I went through, you know? So I didn't, yeah. I didn't cave to my suicide thoughts. I, I stuck around. All of those things to make us provide the healing to the audience today. Wow, wow, wow. Are we so lucky? Are we so loved? So drill down gratitude. (laughs) Do the drill down gratitude. I promise you at the end, you know, whatever you were complaining about, you forgot. (laughs) You're like, if all of those things had to happen just for little me, then little me must be so special. And I am grateful for that. And that's drill down gratitude from Maya Catherine. That is amazing. (laughs) Drill down gratitude. I will absolutely (laughs) be implementing this. And this is something that you guys can do. I love this because you don't need anything. No. When you're listening to this, as soon as we get done with this episode, you can find something you can you can have drill down gratitude about this podcast about your job about the fact that you know you're able to get up in the morning about, about your shoes so about your shoes <laughs> yeah and, and i think that's so practical because when we start to really break down all the things independent of our own yes. identity that have brought us good things I, I think that's so powerful. You can't help but to think wow. I must be special. I must be yeah. loved. I must yeah. be loved. Life is for me. You know that the same questions yeah. before? Life must be God must see me. Just little yes. me. God must see me. And you know, oof my gosh. Oh, I that's can't so I'm like good. I'm getting emotional. Like that's like so, that's... you know. <laughs> oh. Y'all, this is so, so amazing. Thank you all so much for sticking around uh, towards the end of the conversation. I don't want it to end, but I understand <laughs> life has to go on. Um, thank you all so much for listening and for supporting Empower You Podcast. Maya Catherine, <laughs> oh my goodness. I Such an incredible person. Um, such a gift that you have. Um, And I'm so grateful for you (laughs) that you are here, that you continue to persevere, that you have have, have written such a great resource to to help us to rectify our relationship with what we feel are our demons um, and and our fears. Thank you for taking time to to speak 
with us and to share because not everybody can share everybody isn't blessed to be able to teach others some people can only live in an experience but for those of us who are able to teach it is pivotal critical crucial that we impart our wisdom and share things with other people um and i and you have been absolutely an abundant joy (laughs) to be here with us today um if you could give us one more time all of the ways we can contact you uh and then some last thoughts and then we'll close it on out okay so it's been a total pleasure for me like i said i you know there's something that isn't giving that we receive and i have received today so it's it's equal as equally as awesome for me too thank you so much for having me um as far as how i can be reached uh, author Maya Catherine, A-U-T-H-O-R, and then my name, M-A-I-Y-A, Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, on IG, author Maya Catherine, on Twitter, author Maya underscore K, on Clubhouse, author Maya Catherine, my website, www.authormayacatherine.com Facebook, author Maya Catherine. You'll find me there. You'll find links to my book. My book is on Amazon. And you also find um, ways to connect with me to start your healing journey so you could end up with joy. And again, joy doesn't mean nothing goes wrong in your life. It just means that when things go wrong, you know how to bounce back because you understand it's a teaching moment and you are able to extract the teaching from it and let go of the pain. That's all it is. Even, Even I experience bad days sometimes, but you know, it's just a matter of like letting it be and then bouncing back. So, um, I guess last thoughts before I leave, um, it's in giving that we receive, I guess that would be it. So, you know, I, I gave my time and resources today. Kibwe gave his time and his podcast and resources that you guys gave us your time today. You know, when you give, you receive and give to yourself, you know, give to yourself is not selfish. Self-love is not selfish. So take time to give to yourself alone time to give to yourself self-reflection, to give to yourself self-love. And the more you pour into yourself, the more you'll be able to pour out. So on that note, I'm so grateful to have been here. I hope I get back, (laughs) but I'm so happy to be here and um, I'm very, very grateful for everything. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, Maya Catherine, absolutely incredible author, speaker, coach. Oh my goodness. We are tremendously blessed. For all of you all who are listening, thank you again. Make sure you share this. Uh, Leave us a five-star review and a comment always helps the show grow and reach more people. Um, But more importantly, I really want you to start doing these drill-down gratitude exercises. I think especially given the, the economic, emotional, mental, cultural climate that we are in, we need gratitude more than ever before. And so drill down gratitude will definitely be at the top of my uh, thought exercises uh, in, in the days and months to come. So thank you again, Maya. Truly appreciate you. For all of you all who are listening, thank you so much. And we will talk to you guys in another episode. Peace. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review this episode because we would love to hear your takeaways from this discussion. And 
It helps us reach more listeners just like you. If you'd like daily audio video clips from the podcast, you can find Empower You Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.